Fit for Life Radio, episode number 161. Your hosts, Gary and Will. Hello. Today we are talking about how fat loss improves health. Easy. And we wanted to have this discussion right here before the new year because we know people tend to have the goal of weight loss, fat loss, and or a lot of times we talk ourselves out of it. You know, we can fall into the it just doesn't matter trap or sometimes things like wanting to lose weight gets canceled mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, offensive to people. Yeah, like, oh, you shouldn't want to change. And that's separate, right? You know, <laughs> yeah, everyone should – no one should feel like shamed no. or guilty for their body size. But that doesn't change the fact that there are proven – health benefits and markers and consequences based off of our body mass index or body mass, which yeah. then BMI is a, is a way to measure that body mass index, which we'll get into, you know, the scale body weight. That's another thing. Normally not all, you know, when we talk about losing weight, what we're really after is losing fat. Yeah. Body fat. We don't want to lose lean mass. No bones, no muscles or anything like that. Yeah. So even when we say body weight, always have in mind that you, you want to lose. We're after body fat loss. So yeah, we just want to give you some dive into a a really good study that kind of breaks a lot of this down just to almost give you the confidence (coughs) to pursue weight loss. And also not in an all or nothing approach. Yeah. Not that like, well, if you don't lose 80 pounds, then it's not worth it. Exactly. You know, like we want to kind of kick that mindset to the curb. So, yeah, hopefully your, your takeaway ends up being some motivation. And, and also maybe it, help, it helps you develop your deep why. Because one thing we always see, look, and ultimately a, a good way to get started is, hey, how I look and feel as far as like your physical confidence of like, I feel my best at this gene size or whatever that is important but that never really carries us deep enough you know a lot of people then yeah they lose quote-unquote motivation and fall off and don't get back on track and that's because typically we don't have enough deep enough why right because ultimately yeah like we just said most of the people that love you or that care about you aren't going to care about your best bikini body right that's so that's so you know that will fade away but there's, again, there's still reasons not to, say, be in an obese BMI or an overweight BMI. And those are important if you, if you really grasp them, you know, to, to help you, you know, find this lifestyle that helps support your health for, for all the, those reasons. And, yeah, that's important to have that deep why. So the, these kind of reasons hopefully will help give you a deep why light bulb moment. Now, this is the from PubMed. It was done in 2017, and it was titled "Weight Loss and Improvement in Comorbidity: Differences at 5%, 10%, 15%, and Over." So that's talking about differences at say 5% of body weight loss. Now, like we mentioned the problem with weight loss a lot of times is yeah and here we go new year someone does have some number in mind a grand goal i want to lose 50 pounds i want to lose 70 pounds i need you know 
which can be fine, but you you really got to move, you know, have that written down somewhere. But, you know, a lot of times people then get into this all or nothing mindset. And yeah, on your path to losing 50, 50 pounds, you may lose 10 pounds and then get stuck and then feel like a failure. And then just because you didn't lose 50. <laughs> exactly. And say, screw it and quit. And then you end up on this yo-yo cycle. But the reality is, which we'll get into, there's a lot of benefits to losing, say that 10 pounds, 10 pounds and maintaining that weight loss. Yeah. You know, it's a scale. It's not like a, I don't know, turnstile where you get no benefits until you lose the 50 pounds. Yeah. And when you get that, <laughs> it's like, damn, I'm healthy all of a sudden. Yeah. yeah. It's a spectrum. Everything's a spectrum. Right. So, and there are plenty of reasons to still aim for that 50, but just even if you just lose 5% and then maintain that, that's, that's awesome. Right. And then losing those little bits help. Mm-hmm. along the way as well, like make it a little bit easier for you. Yeah. So with that are, yeah, we'll start there. So we'll say that, at, you know, the average person say if they're 200 pounds and they want to lose weight, 5% weight loss would be 10 pounds, 10 pounds. Right. And you think, Oh, that's, that's, I'm still obese. And you know, my BMI in that category. Well, you know, there's exponential more benefits to continue weight loss, but even at that 5%, you know, small, modest weight loss, there's tons of associated improvements uh, with our health, uh, m- mainly with things like our blood pressure and cholesterol, which those, yeah, there's a reason your doctor takes those every time you go and they're like standards for monitoring our health. Um, so that's well worth it, right? So a 5% decrease in body weight improves those things, right? Uh, they're also even as little as two and a half percent. So two and a half to 10% can improve your glycemic, you know, uh, kind of like your how blood you, sugar. Yeah. Your blood sugars, how, how you handle that, your response, your glycemic response, so essentially, which trickles down to the diabetes. So mm-hmm. preventing diabetes, right. Um, or if you have diabetes, type two diabetes, possibly, you know, getting, getting rid of it in a way and, and not having to, live with you know the what comes with that yeah which is a a lot yeah um and same thing with like so the triglyceride reduction things like that improvement in your cholesterol those are connected to an now improved ability to miss cardiovascular diseases and issues right so right right there heart health is improved and those are massive, right? So even if, if you make little improvements in that, that makes a big difference. <clears throat> and one thing we want to emphasize, because we get this all the time, people want to, imp- they want it to be, so when we talk about diet and exercise, people think, oh, because now I'm eating an apple, I have, the, or doing a burpee, these magic things are the key to my health. Mm-hmm. And yes, they are actions that move us there, but the reality is, and this is why insurance companies, for example, they are very heavily invested in and lean into the BMI index, right? Mm -hmm. Not how many apples a day do you eat, not, you know, a lot of exercise stuff, because ultimately the BMI, our body composition, is what dictates the health improvements. And it it does tell, like, a pretty accurate story, despite what a lot yeah. of people might think. So you have to, so you really, you want to do these things that help you get to a healthy weight. The healthy weight 
is the health improvements. That's where like good versus bad foods <clears throat> gets tricky, right? Because someone could think, oh, because I had a slice of cake, that is a bad food, that is bad for my health. But what if having a slice of cake amongst a week full of, you know, whole nutrient-dense foods and the slice of cake helps you not binge on an entire cake by, you know, trying to restrict like the Like that's cake. a net positive. And then it essentially it helps you maintain a healthy body weight. So then actually that slice of cake is a healthy food because it's part of kind of the program, so to speak, that allows you to have this healthy BMI, which is then where the health benefits are yeah. are experienced. And right? think, think about it like your health is the sum of all of the actions, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. like an individual yeah. and like eating a single food or doing a single yeah. workout. It's all of those adding up to yeah. our positive outcome. Yeah. Not not having the ninety dollar Asahi berries. Yeah, like that real fast because you just went to your doctor. They're like you, you know. Yeah, and you uh, go and you go drink a a, a juice you got at Whole Foods or something. Yeah, like that doesn't move the needle like it should. Exactly. So you essentially to wrap it up, you want to do things that help you attain and ma- maintain a healthy BMI yeah. or healthier healthier yeah BMI. Just trying to improve it somehow. Yes. So. With that, I guess we'll go into, yes, so ultimately um, in the kind of mechanisms of in which weight loss can improve health and health risk, um, like we said, it's, it's getting to these healthier BMI levels and they, they go into BMI and look, BMI, we, we've touched on this before, people don't like it because it's normally a pork. We go to the doctor, our BMI is not there. They're like, you need to lose weight. Yeah. And then people, then we'll hear because, hey, BMI doesn't account for muscle, which it doesn't. If you're heavily muscled, yeah. lean body mass, your BMI could be in an overweight range, but your actual body composition is quite lean. This can happen. But for most people, it's not reality. <laughs> this is not, re- this is not nah. happening. If you're like, like 5'8", like my height, and you're, you know, say I was, like 180 pounds and, and lean percent body fat. Yeah. I would be characterized as obese, but that's not the reality. And the 0.001% of people, you know, out there are like yeah. that. Yeah. So most people are average or, you know, unfortunately the majority of Americans are under averagely muscled. Yeah. <laughs> Cause most people do not resistance train as we age. So, yeah. So, and then, like we mentioned, and uh, the study mentions, they've done, they've they've reanalyzed and, and you know done done all that stuff. And the BMI charts still hold up yeah. as far as their correlation to health risks. They do. And who stays on top of this? Insurance companies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because they ain't paying out. No. You know, they want. They're on top of their stuff. Right. So if it was off, they would they would make adjustments. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they are a quite accurate indicator yeah uh for these you know mechanisms of health improvement or health risk so now with that being said you don't have to just you know what you look up and at 25 or less bmi is considered healthy and it may be very hard for you to get exactly to that that doesn't mean there aren't benefits right yeah because remember it is a spectrum so if you're still if you're an obese and you just lose 10% of your body weight and you're still overweight, you still made massive mm-hmm. improvements to your health and everything 
and improve and, and avoiding, you know, having less health risks. And that is worth it, right? That is important. That is something to, hey, let me get there and maintain this. And, and you're going to have improvements. So what are those improvements? So like we said, the early ones are a lot of like, the, you know, your blood, blood markers. Work, yep, blood pressure, things like that. Another big one is, look, body fat is ultimately like excess weight. And, and think of it this way, like muscle helps move our yeah, bones. It's useful weight. <laughs> yeah. Muscles are like little, le- you know, moving our bones around. And body fat is, is not. Yeah. I mean, again, if we were 0% body fat, we would die. Yeah. So like it, you need some, of course, to yeah. function. Yeah. That's why no one's like, hey, yeah, get down to 5% body fat. No one's saying that. No. You know, a healthy range is anywhere. Typically for a guy could be anywhere from 10 to 20%. Yeah. You know, in, in a, a women typically like 18 to 30% uh, can be a good range. So normally like 20, like 18 to 25. Yeah, I'd say 18 to 25 is probably pretty normal. But anyway, so yeah, so some fat. But now beyond that, fat just becomes extra weight to yeah. carry around, right? And then we have... That is stress, a burden, physical burden on the body. Yeah, all of the joints. Like yeah. you're just having to support extra weight. Mm-hmm. And that's not working, <laughs> working for you. Yep. And then when it comes to, they share the example in knee osteoarthritis, every pound of excess weight exerts a fourfold burden on the knee per step in daily activities. Yeah. That's way more than I ever thought it would be. Yep. So that so again, you're just physical burden of carrying around that extra weight. So yeah, guess what? You lose some weight. Not all the weight. Even just some weight. Just a little bit. Your knees You're taking a little <laughs> pressure off <laughs> knees, those bad boys. Ankles, back is gonna feel better, right? Now another one is a mechanistic pathway through biochemical products of fat tissue. So meaning the fat tissue itself is an active endocrine organ secreting cytokines which are like pro-inflammatory molecules so basically like excess body fat creates inflammation so Mm -hmm. to speak to keep it simple you want to think in a way excess body fat it's an organ in and of itself and the more you have the more powerful it gets Mm -hmm. and it causes inflammation Uh, so another common thing is a lot of times people will be like oh man i i yeah my joints are achy and I feel inflamed and what foods help with inflammation, right? When the, the reality is like whatever foods help you lose weight yeah. <laughs> and get and get and again, it, it'll help you get, so much get and maintain uh, a better BMI. Yeah. And the less fat tissue we have, the less uh, mechanistic path, you know, these biochemical products you, uh, we're going to be producing of mm-hmm. inflammation. Yeah. And in reality, you're finding out, yeah, body fat is probably the largest cause for inflammation in our body mm-hmm. right so now again yes majority whole food so yes an apple versus apple pie is typically helps people maintain you know a leaner yeah. body composition so again majority whole foods but that doesn't mean like like we said a lot of people go on extreme diets eliminate everything and then end up binging right yeah. so like the occasional slice of cake is not going to cause you to be super inflamed yeah quite like being, you know, in an obese or, you know, overweight range. Mm -hmm. And you can get obese and overweight 
guzzling olive oil, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So typically foods that are super energy dense, even though, oh, olive oil, that's a healthy food, good food. But if you overconsume, you gain weight, baby. For a period of time, you're going to gain weight, which then is going to lead to excess body fat, which then leads to them cytokines. 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 <laughs> cytokines. cytokines. Um, so, yes. So there's two, right? So you have the actual one, kind of the physical <coughs> burden. The, the mechanical burden. Then you have the actual fat tissue itself and its function as an organ. And then you have what they call the the portal hypothesis, which theorizes that free fatty acids released from visceral fat stores directly into the portal vein, bathing the liver and contributing to the abnormal lipid profile and insulin resistance characteristic of metabolic syndrome. Mm. So essentially, it's that these, these fats, these free fatty acids, um, yeah, get in and cause havoc to our organs. No bueno. Nah. No bueno. So again, like, you know, we may want to turn a blind eye at that. This is where that this is the problem with like, health, you know, healthy body at any weight or, or you know, kind of how, how that goes is like, well, no, like it is known that like, excess body fat has negative consequences, yeah. right? Um, now, and again, this is separate from your mental... Yeah, like how you feel about yourself, right? And, and yeah. it doesn't say, like, sh- again, making fun of or shaming someone for being obese is, like, definitely not right. It's and not the sh- thing. No one should have to endure that. But it also doesn't mean that, well, if someone just is gets to, you know, 100 pounds overweight, <clears throat> that, you know, they should be completely not encouraged to maybe lose some of some of that excess body fat right Mm -hmm. um for if if health improvements are yeah a goal yeah you know a priority so again yeah as you see extra adipose extra body fat has negative consequences in various ways now um again off of that looking here all right so health benefits of different degrees of weight loss so like we said there's a there's a modest and moderate amount of weight loss so like five to fifteen percent of your body weight and that helps with preventing diabetes it helps with uh type 2 diabetes improves cardiovascular disease risk factors heart health it's Cardio metabolic risk factors, symptoms of sleep apnea. That's a big one. So, and then also like osteoarthritis of the knee. So, uh, you know, they're kind of like technical terms, but in general, and these are what we see working with people. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, these are the. Across the board, I would say the three biggest things we see <coughs> are, yeah. Less pain in their joints, mm-hmm. improved sleep, improved blood markers, improved blood markers, and in, in like immune function, people get sick less. Yeah, like those are, and you get a lot of those benefits at the five percent yeah. weight loss. You know, um, and now you can trickle that down to, well, if I get sick less often, feel better. You may be then in a better mood, 
have more energy mm -hmm. to then tend to your responsibilities, AKA children, job, career, things like that, right? So uh, when we come back to like your deep why. That stuff matters. Yeah. It trickles down to a lot of different stuff. So then when you hit a roadblock and just quit, you, you, you know, you can circle back around to these things and be like, no, this is, this is not the person I want to be. These are the priorities and values, you mm -hmm. know, that I want to keep, keep going after. Because that's the thing. You will hit roadblocks, right? Yeah. You will have obstacles. It won't be completely easy. Um, and you, ha so you have to ha you have to be able to push through the non-January 1st setting my new year's resolution yeah. uh, mindset and, and excitement, right? Yeah. You got to have something that keeps you going when like you had a bad day mm -hmm. or a bad week. Yeah. And then no too, like I know a lot of people will hit a plateau and then just give up, you know, mm -hmm. like this isn't worth it. But no, like if you've lost your 10 pounds and you plateaued, you're already in a better spot than you were. Yeah. Like even if you just held that for six months, you're still healthier than you were before you lost the weight. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a freaking victory, yeah. you know, and, and being able to celebrate those small improvements, I think are important to the, the bigger picture. And people that do that generally will have more success with their larger goals too. Yeah. And write it down in like daily actionable, realistic things. Meaning like I want to lose weight so that my knees feel better mm -hmm. so that colds go away right? Your immune system's better. Yeah. So literally like you may get a cold and it's gone in four days and you don't have these, some people, you know, you'll like some people sticks with you and be sick for like three months. Um, a good night's sleep. Yeah. Arguably <laughs> the most important thing in my opinion, um, because there's so much that comes from mm -hmm. a good night's sleep. So yeah, like if your sleep improves cause you lost 10 pounds, that might be like one of the biggest winners mm -hmm. cause it trickles down into literally every part of your day and your being. Yeah. And there's, you know, mental benefits too. Oh yeah. Um, which they get into. So like depression, things like that <clears throat> improve with weight loss, different degrees of weight loss. So, you know, and then that's also can come back to like, I mean, that's deep, right? Depression can go back to childhood stuff. Yeah, there's a, a lot with it. But being able to help in some way, not that you're going to cure it, but if you can improve it marginally, like that might help you a lot. Yep. Um, and then just their list, right? Here's the list of, so these, these vary from like 2.5% to 15% essentially of body weight loss. But again, this, this is from the studies and referenced. So these are legit condition improvements like ones we touched on triglyceride reduction uh you know glycemic improvement hdl increase sleep apnea knee pain uh they even have i guess there's some tests like impact of weight on quality of life score uh depression mobility sexual function healthcare costs mortality total mortality Man, that's the ultimate <laughs> one right there. Um, you know, all, all these things are improved, are reasons, factual, again, 
life insurance companies use this thing. So it's yeah. not, that's, that's what I think sometimes people forget because it's so hard because you, none of this stuff's really immediate, right? No. And we never care until it happens. Until it's urgent. You, you know, or close to us, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, good examples when like, yeah, you're perfectly healthy and have no limitations, say mobility wise, and then you sprain your ankle. And you're like, and then you quickly appreciate that ankle. Yeah. Right? You do. Same thing. Like, we know, we, we hear the news, you, you'll see, you know, you, you know, another one's like smoking, right? People know the well, risks associated die, with it like get lung cancer and die and the risks associated but hey when we're young and it's cool and in the moment we're like whatever well, light up these i'm good and, and, and you know and it's and we just don't think like that and it's the same way with with body fat right and we can kind of a lot of and unfortunately what most people do is like oh it's part of aging right yeah oh, like i is gain weight, gain weight and gain. no no it's not it's like not normal if you accept it like that that's you're not going to be helpful you you have to not accept that and it's not right it's it's now when we're alive longer we have more as as we're alive longer there's more opportunity to accumulate excess calories (laughs) and accumulate body fat so you know that factor you know yeah we have the more opportunity but it's not like because we're aging we gain body fat right you can put parameters and lifestyle in place to where you don't. You literally can maintain your weight over the decades. And, you know, now they've had some studies come out, too, where our metabolism, you know, other thing, oh, my, my metabolism's worse. No, it actually doesn't even seem to be affected at all, at least until we're in our 60s. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's even funny when you have people are in their 30s, right? Oh, my metabolism. No, no, it's, it's a perception, right? The reality is, like, we just don't move as much. We sit way more. We have less muscle mass. We eat way more. Yeah. Like right? all of those things we, are combined. You know, we also, you know, typically have more money than when we were younger. So then that's more uh, expendable income and on, on comforts and foods and drinks and things like that. Yeah. So it's just a perception, right? So again, plenty, plenty of reasons to legit say i want to lose weight just a couple pounds you know and not sometimes you know people even feel like yeah again they're gonna they're gonna like be judged for wanting to lose weight yeah and and the reality is what happens a lot of times what do people always say i need to lose weight then what do people say no you you don't (laughs) and i think i get i get where people like people want to try to be kind to the person but Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like be a dick to yeah. somebody, but like just support whatever the person wants to yeah. do. If somebody wants to do it, let them go. Yeah. You know, and encourage them. And the the thing for us is this is what we do for a living, right? We have a gym, we have nutrition coaching. So people in person, online, and they reach out. And here's the thing because everyone in their life has told them, oh, you're, you're fine. You're great. You don't need to lose weight. But the reality is they're in pain. What yeah. are, because they come to us and immediately, you know, we're open up. And it's like, nah, people are in pain physically, mentally. They have health issues. Mm-hmm. Their blood markers are bad. Their knees hurt. They can't sleep, right? And then we literally see, oh, my gosh, people now implement this exercise two to four days a week. Oh, they cut out snacking. Oh, they lean into some other nutritional changes. Oh, they're coming. Hey, look at this, Coach Will. They're showing you their blood work. That's my favorite one when people bring those in. Yeah, and hey, look, I used to be have type 2 diabetes, and now I don't. Hey, my A1C, we just had one recently. Like, yeah. 
was nine. Now it's six. Yeah, that that's a huge improvement. You know? Hey, my three points, man. <laughs> my uh, yeah, blood pressure and uh, blood glucose all went down. Yeah, or like, hey, I don't have to take my medication anymore. Yeah. Like those are very tangible and very real, and they happen all the time with people that we work with. So you know, again, and when I say that, we totally get when yeah, family. You know, I would even you know. Hey, I, oh man, I need to lose weight. No, no, you don't. You look great, right? But the reality is, and that's fine. As a friend, sometimes that's maybe maybe what you you're trying to say to help you know boost their how they're feeling. But the reality is, as us as professionals, our job is to be like, no, there's actual. Hey, look, here's the data. Mm-hmm. These are there's benefits to this, and we can then pr- help people, right? And then we see this happen. So yeah, that's that's what we're here is to <laughs> to be send the message and voice that. Hey, you know what? Actually, yeah, you should. You you want you, you feel in a place to make some changes and lose weight. That's a great idea. Yeah. <clears throat> now, also, most people have a t- tendency, like we said, to like I want to lose sixty pounds, and then every pound before sixty is not good enough. Is not good enough. I mean, we will have people who want to lose fifty pounds. They're losing a pound a week, and they're like this and, isn't fast and enough, and they're sad and upset the whole time. And it's like, well. You're, you're not going to lose 50 pounds. You're literally you. doing everything right, and this is the best-case scenario, and you should be friggin' yeah. pumped. And think about it. Just one year, if you lost a pound a week. That's 50 pounds! Of, of fat, right? If you're doing it right. And that's life-changing. In a year. Yeah. How is that not fast enough? Yep. And, so, and you know what? Say, you know, you lost 15 pounds and then got stuck. And then just, you know what, a lot of the other changes you need to make and just maybe your lifestyle where you're at stage of your life, it's just too much. You have so much responsibility, but we'll don't, we'll keep doing what you did to lose yeah. the 15 and maintain it because there is plenty of benefits. Yeah. And then you might eventually hit a point where, you know what, like I am ready or my situation allows me to really work on this and then you can lose a little more if you want, you know, it doesn't have to yeah. be completely linear for most people. It's a lot of ups and downs and plateaus, and that's okay. Yeah. So ultimately what we want you to know is it's okay to want to lose weight. You also don't need to reach a perfect quote-unquote or whatever BMI or specific goal weight. And there's still – you can be healthier with a small – reduced weight yeah right? so t- there, there's improvements if you're uh, if you are in an overweight or obese range even small improvements with your body weight have a pretty decent impact yeah decent like a little impact. bit goes a long way in this regard so so don't be all or nothing and it's okay to want to lose weight yeah yeah and if somebody says to you like hey i want to lose weight yeah how, well how can i help you you know how can i support you yeah and We'll pretty much close with that. Hopefully that, that gets you going. Find those deep whys. One thing I do want to then play off of that, which was a post I had recently, um, pull it up here. A lot of people liked is now we established, hey, I want to lose weight. But don't make that your resolution, your resolution right? I want to lose weight. And then because then people like we can't make ourselves. You lose can't weight. just will it. Yeah. So you then want to turn that into cool. I know I want to lose weight. What are the actions? So maybe I will strength train twice a week, go for a daily 20-minute walk, 
eat protein and veggies at each meal, eliminate mindless snacking, right? And may- maybe just do one of those to start. Yeah. But essentially is make the action noun your resolution, your yep. goal. So now we've moved on. Hey, uh, established I want to lose some weight. We're still not there yet. Like that's not good enough. That should not be your resolution. Now let's, hey, I want to, like we said, strength train or mm-hmm. wh- wherever you decide to start. Um, but, you know, those are good ones. So, yeah. And if you do know it is a endeavor you want to start on and you do need more ideas and tips and accountability and support, as always, we have a free Facebook group, Fat Loss Secrets for Busy Adults. You can search that on Facebook, pop up, ask for an invite. We'll let you in. Um, and we have a gym in Newport News, Virginia, Coastal Strength and Fitness Group Training Gym. People of all types, skill levels. <laughs> we do focus a little on like people 35 and over. You know, uh, you don't want to, you know, you can't train like when you're 22 and just, just be all willy nilly with yeah. things. So, yeah, we take some things into factor. But ultimately, it's, hey, we meet you where you're at. We have people sometimes starting from ground zero. Scratch. And, yeah, we teach you how to strength train and, and, and provide the workouts and coaching so you feel comfortable and confident and hopefully find it fun and engaging and keep coming consistently, right? That's the goal. So, yeah, in Newport News, Virginia, you can check us out, Coastal Strength and Fitness. And, yeah. As always, we hope you had a happy Christmas. Yeah. And you got, got grandiose plans for 2023 20, coming up. All right. Well, I guess we'll catch you next time. See ya. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at coastalfitnessva.com or garydeagle.com. We'll see you next time. <laughs>